WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Hussein Ascari, it appears as though the Saudis are desperately looking for a fall guy, and they plan to assign blame to General Ahmed al-Assiri, a high-ranking advisor to the Crown Prince. What do you make of that, if it's true? This makes matters worse, and I think increasingly no one will believe anything that they say. It is obvious to anyone that uh, MBS or Mohammed bin Salman had to give the order for this. They should come to terms with it, and then they can deal in the best way with it. Well, that's the curious thing. Uh, I mean, our Secretary of State saying, uh, need more time for the investigation, an investigation of which, in theory, they already know what happened. I think that is absolutely the case, Alan. And what is sad for us Americans is that what we're seeing is America's name is being dragged down along with Saudi Arabia. And in fact, it is an interesting thing, an old Arab saying, is that you judge a person by his friends. And I don't think we want to be judged to be the same as Saudi Arabia. I don't mean to reduce this to uh, black and white winners and losers, uh, but you had a former U.S. ambassador to Israel who wrote in an Israeli paper, Haaretz, this week, uh, the losers are the Saudis and Israel, the winners are the Iranians and the Turks. I think there's a great deal of truth to that, but I think at the end of the day, one of the things that we have to realize in the United States is that we have to start talking with Iran There cannot be long-lasting peace when we isolate Iran and we put them in the corner. But they're absolutely correct that this makes Iran look much better because Iran has at least some freedom. The people of Iran enjoy some freedom. It is not a Saudi Arabia. And it's a joke to any Middle Easterner that we say Mohammed bin Salman is a reformer. Well, I guess he's been a reformer at uh, kind of the plastic Potemkin village level, uh, women driving cars in movie theaters. And uh, maybe then, arguably, uh, some people in Washington were over-enthused and uh, uh, projected uh, American democratic aspirations on what he would reasonably do. Alan, I have to disagree with you. I hardly ever disagree with you, as we've talked over the last years. But is that I think what is enamored Washington about Mohammed bin Salman is that he has been splashing Saudi money more than any past ruler in Saudi Arabia. There's a lot of Saudi money sloshing around in Washington and all over, and I think that is what has been gaining favors for Saudi Arabia. That's it. Oh, it's the Saudi swamp in Washington and New York is what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. And I think that if you were to do a study, Alan, I do not want to mention names, but there are many former, very senior U.S. officials who are on the Saudi payroll. And I suppose you could add uh, to that uh, the Emirates and uh, basically the whole structure of the Middle East on the Saudi side. Exactly. I mean, really, right now, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi, or the UAE, whichever way you want to put it, are hand-in-hand, and they now have a captive audience in the White House, but I think the other danger is that they have to realize that U.S. You know, foreign policy will not be the same. We do have elections in the United States. Although, uh, at least right now, I could be uh, completely wrong. I don't sense for the average American that this is as much of a story as it is in the elite media uh, for reasons of human rights, and especially uh, protection of journalists. In other words, it's not going to be as big of a factor in the election, and that's why Republican lawmakers feel free to break with the president on this in a way that they would not break with the president on other issues. 
I agree with you, Alan, but I think at the end of the day, we will see in a few days, I think the Republican lawmakers will come back to supporting Mr. Trump. And I think what is unfortunate, yes, you're right, the average American doesn't care that much about this, but I think this will resonate much more internationally than anything else that we do. And I think that this resonance will dramatically affect U.S. US, you know, soft power in the world, and it will limit our ability to achieve diplomatic solutions to anything we want to do. A few seconds, though, if we do penalize the Saudis in some way, if that were to happen, I kind of agree with you, it probably won't happen. Uh, do the Saudis get to play a Russian card? Um, no, I think that uh, the Saudis are bound to the United States at the hip. They have no other choice, and I think what the United States should demand from King Salman is that they have to put MBS aside. They have enough princes in Saudi Arabia, over 7,000. Take another one that they can all agree to, uh, someone who's more mature, to take his place. But, uh, some would say, uh, his uh, immaturity was reflected in uh, dissing the uh, uh, religious establishments on uh, things like women driving and, and the theaters. Uh, no, I think his Immaturity is the fact that he goes and buys himself another boat over $700 million when he has one, which is $350 million. I think his immaturity shows when he puts people in the hotel and tells them to pay up. There are other ways of doing this, and I think his immaturity shows with what we have now seen that I think there's no doubt that, that, uh, that Jamal Khashoggi was killed and dismembered and it was at his order. I think that is his biggest uh, yeah. immaturity. And he did that, Alan, if I may just add this, is because he feels he could, because he feels that Mr. Kushner is 100% with him, and he has Mr. Kushner in his pocket. Gotcha. Thank you, Dr. Hussein Iskari. Got to go.